0: Welcome back to Unfiltered. Now with just Melanie and friends and rotating co-hosts and guests. Today, no stranger uh, to the podcast to Unfiltered, Uh, my friend and real life co-host, Chris Bodden, who and you go by on socials at Big Chris Radio.
1: That's right. On every platform, Chris with a K, Big Chris Radio.
0: You also have your own podcast.
1: Big Chris Live. Yeah. I should have named it Big Chris Radio as well, but I wasn't thinking at the time.
0: (laughs) Well, welcome back. I'm glad that you could join me. Um, Right off the top, your boy, Scotty Pippen. He's got some stuff to say about Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, his new book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, okay, so first of all, let me just say, Everything Michael Jordan, in my eyes, is seen through a certain lens.
0: Right. And, and
1: I, I tend to want Michael Jordan to be evil, all mm-hmm. right? Like, I want him to be a bad guy. So, Scotty <laughs> Pippen's book is not helping, where yeah. he talks at length about a beef between him and Michael Jordan. Now, they had legendary runs, and of course, on the court, it all looked like they were great teammates and everything. Mm-hmm. But now, we're like 25, 30 years later, yeah. and all this dirt is coming out.
0: Yeah, he's dropping this uh, new memoir. It's called Unguarded. And um, he's kind of bashing that whole uh, 2020 ESPN documentary, The Last Dance. He's bashing it, saying it was too much about Michael Jordan. Yeah, and
1: and I understand because when I first watched Last Dance, I thought of it as sort of a documentary that followed the Chicago Bulls of that era around. Mm -hmm. Only to realize that, oh... It's just a Michael Jordan puff piece, and I also found out that he he had like the executive sign off on anything that uh, went on that documentary, so he could have blocked things from being put on into that documentary, right? Mm-hmm. So that to me automatically is like, oh, it's just a glorification of the legend of Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, and Scottie Pippen is saying that like you know Michael's selfish and hypocritical and insensitive and. Uh, that he made $10 million off the movie, but no one else made anything, which, I mean, that's kind of shit. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's pretty shitty. But when you look at the documentary description on Netflix or on anywhere, it says Michael Jordan. Like, yeah. it's about Michael Jordan and his uh, time in the dynasty of the Bulls, but I think under the the lens of Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, and, and I think you know again we can only speculate but i'm speculating that this is just after years of pent up frustration you remember what it was like back in the day mm-hmm. when mj was on like on point and they had that amazing run of just championship after championship after championship i mean it was all about michael jordan then mm-hmm. and i think that his teammates Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman or any of the other talented, highly paid basketball players that were on that team in the era are probably just tired of it being about Michael Jordan. Maybe they thought after so many years that people would come around, the sports hall of fame or the sports Mm -hmm. enthusiasts would come around and just say, well, you know, it was, it was a good team. You know, Michael Jordan was a big part, but it was a team that that hasn't, the history is not looking back that way. And I think that's maybe what you're seeing here.
0: Yeah. Well, he even says in the book that Michael treated the teammates poorly. He said that he and Michael were never close and they never have been. Interesting. Yeah. And I mean, okay. Uh, in the light of the times we're in, I know there is so much that needs to come out that needed to come out. I got some stuff I would like to release, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, we there are things that need, I think, to come to light. But stuff like this, I don't know. Like unless we find out that Michael Jordan was like a real jackass, you know, did some real asshole shit. I, I'm like, I don't want to know these things, right. you know, like, you know, if he was a little bad and more attitude or a little more ego than everyone else. Yeah. Okay. If he treated you really, really, really poorly, then, you know, show us the receipts. I understand, you know, fine.
1: But he's not Harvey Weinstein is what you're saying. He's not Louis C.K. He wasn't caught jerking off in front of his teammates mm-hmm. when they didn't want to see him jerk off. He didn't rape anybody. He's not a villain.
0: Yeah, like, do we, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know that anyone's alleged that ever, not to no. my knowledge, anyways. No, no, they haven't. Um, but, you know, it's just, like, do we need to know all this stuff about celebs, like, all the time, or anyone that we look up to? Um, it's just, like, ruins everything. And I know Pippin has his story to tell. He's got a
1: beef, right. Man, don't
0: come at me about it, because, like, whatever. <laughs> like, if it's really serious, I get it. But just to me, it's like if someone sort of killed the prince thing for me you know and said right he did certain things like I don't want to know some stuff you know it's like seeing uh too many celebrities too open on social media like I don't want to see all those things like leave some stuff to our imaginations you know right it just destroys it well
1: to put it into a cancel culture context can Mm -hmm. you cancel someone for just being a dick
0: I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't think you can. I think so. I think that's where we're
1: at now, though, where people yeah. are just like, that guy's got a bad attitude. Canceled. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do anything illegal or mm-hmm. you don't need to do anything racist or do anything bad th- to get canceled now. People are trying to cancel you just for being a dick back in the day. And I can understand, yeah. you know, not every teammate you get, you don't get along with every teammate.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I guess it's what level of dick were they, right? Like that's, right. that's the difference. Like I said, I mean, it was just ego and something on your shoulder, you know, whatever. That's one thing. But if you, tr- if he treated people really bad, of course.
1: But I mean, personally, I, I want to believe that he, that Michael Jordan is you a do. dick. I, I do. I mean,
0: why are you, why? It why plays you-
1: into my, my axe to grind with Michael Jordan and it has everything to do with my wife <laughs> because my wife's. High school crush. Like from the age of 13, uh-huh. she's had a crush on Michael Jordan. Right. And I'm threatened. That's her I'm threatened by Michael Jordan.
0: She's never going to meet Michael Jordan. You have nothing to worry Michael about. Michael Jordan's the hall pass. <laughs> well, there, he's a hall pass for a reason. He, she's never going to meet Michael Jordan.
1: Well, who knows? I mean, she might I, go you, to an autograph signing if he's, you know, right. you never know.
0: She's not going to slide into his DMs and be like, yo, MJ, what's up? You never know. No, she's not going to do that.
1: <laughs> but in my mind, you never know. So I'm yeah. always trying to find ways or reasons to think that Michael Jordan is a complete a hole. Right. I'm going to buy Scottie Pippen's book for her for Christmas. Oh, that's actually, like, hey, hey, here you go. Just so you know, Michael Jordan's a jackass.
0: She's going to be so pissed reading <sighs> that stuff. Yeah, oh probably. My God. She won't read it. She that's read hilarious. It. No,
1: she'll just—it she, would be a joke <laughs> gift. She's like, "Great, you spent forty bucks on a hardcover book that I'm not going to read."
0: Yeah. Uh, On the topic of hall pass, though, recently I just read something so ridiculous. Someone said like there's like thirty nine percent of people or something like that said that um, they would include in the hall pass anyone who just looks like a celebrity. So if it's Michael Jordan for for your wife, anyone that looks like Michael Jordan would then be included in the hall pass. Like, a Uh, lot of people think that that should be included. That's bullshit. That's just
1: someone who wants to cheat. Right? That's just someone who's looking for an excuse to cheat. You know? Where you're just looking for an excuse to do something like i'm looking for an excuse to go hit a drive-thru after we're done recording this podcast (laughs) like i'm looking for something to be like oh the the steak is bad in the fridge i get i'll just hit a drive-thru on the way home exactly i'm always looking for those cheap ass excuses that's a cheap ass excuse to cheat
0: it's a terrible loophole there's it just like it's an awful loophole anybody who says like okay there's so many people who are doppelgangers for like celebs
1: oh man in that case there would be you know uh, uh, tribute artists like tribute bands, like the Prince <gasps> right. tribute band, or the you know. Dude. The, the...
0: Okay, but wait a second. I have to admit. Wait a second. Okay, well, let me just backtrack. That like, have you hooked up with a Prince impersonator? N- no. Okay. But the Prince tribute band. I uh, man, I'm gonna tag them in this. I I can't remember. Sign their... of the Times. Damn it, no, no, their name right now, just on the top. Uh, I can't remember. I will though. Um. I have to say that I was pretty attracted to the lead singer, who yeah. was Prince. Yeah, there you go. Um, And it was weird for me, because there's a part of me that's like, oh man, this is like a tribute act, and it's weird, but
1: I mean, there he were moments hot.
0: where it was like hauntingly similar.
1: Well, that person is still hot. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. when they wake up in the mirror not dressed as Prince, and they go to their job at Starbucks or whatever mm-hmm. the next day... Uh, like every tribute band works at Starbucks, but anyways, that's a generalization, but, uh, they're probably hot when they just dress in their work clothes the next day. They're probably not hot. I
0: didn't see him out of his Prince clothes. So to me, it's like after a couple drinks, if he's just come off stage and he's saying purple rain the way he did, I might be all about it. Like, Mm. well, not now, obviously. No, obviously it's not. But like. I was I remember seeing him and I was like, yeah, I'm very attracted to this. And if you go backstage and you can create the whole fantasy that it's them.
1: Right. Maybe that's a specific fetish, though. Yeah. You know, that might be a niche thing for people, right? Like who want to hook up with impersonators (laughs) or hook up with tributes.
0: By the way, um, just on that topic, can we just not have any more Prince impersonators, please? And please stop dressing up as Prince for Halloween.
1: Yeah, Prince is French for Ugh, Halloween.
0: So gross. I saw so many. I saw so many people dressed up as Prince. Really? I like to me, I know. I'm a huge Prince fan. It's different for me. But um I just like I don't want him to become a caricature. You well, know what I mean? uh, too like, late,
1: Melanie. He turned his name into a symbol. No, I mean, he's a caricature. No, <laughs> no <laughs> whether you no. like it or not.
0: Okay, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but I mean like you know, the whole way Elvis became that and everyone was dressed as Elvis. And like, right, yeah. I just, oh man, I hate the talkiness around all of that. Like, you know, I think real Prince fans hate it too. It's just well Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, total side note. I was just angry with all the people dressed. <laughs> As Prince for Halloween.
1: I was angry with all the people dressed as Squid Game, and I was like, oh, (laughs) God, you know, do you really want to dress up like a PlayStation remote?
0: Right. You know, like, I'm (laughs) a PlayStation controller for Halloween.
1: No, I'm a bad guy from Squid Game.
0: Totally. That's exactly what it is. Okay, so you had uh, a big procedure done.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: we haven't had a chance to, like, actually chat about it. You had your vasectomy. Yeah,
1: vas definitely. Mm, It happened. and. I'm thank God, you know, I kept an eye on my wife. She didn't find a Michael Jordan impersonator during my <laughs> during my time off. Yeah, but yeah, I did. I I got three needles in the in the junk, uh, one underneath and yeah. one on each side.
0: Did that feel like? Um, I can only imagine, like, because you're awake for that, right?
1: Oh yeah, fully yeah. conscious. I was having a great old chat with the doctor too. We were That's talking politics, true. actually.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you do that. That's scary to me, like being awake for it. Um, did it feel anything like what the needle feels like when you're getting your like dental work done
1: yeah not as bad though i here's the thing like the freezing going into my balls was less painful than the freezing going into my jaw for a root canal
0: really yeah
1: i would still rather a needle in the balls (laughs) than a needle in my gums (laughs) i'm not even kidding wow uh yeah
0: like the most sensitive part for dudes
1: yeah, it right. is, but no, uh, that's how bad tooth pain sucks, and yeah. how much how bad dental surgery sucks. That's a story for another time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was good, and yeah, there was just a. It moment- was good. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It was. I was in and out. I was out. It was out of the doctor's off the operating table faster than the amount of time that I waited in the waiting room. Wow. So it, I maybe waited twenty minutes in the waiting room, and the whole thing took fifteen minutes. That's
0: wild. Yeah. Did you? smell because i've heard that you smell oh burning flesh
1: no i didn't like the cauter when they cauterize it i know he cauterized it because they have to attach a ground to your leg so they stuck this (gasps) thing on my knee and they're like yeah this is the ground the cauterizing or whatever oh my god okay cool Mm uh and i was expecting to because a lot of people told me that that you would you would smell yeah like you're burning burning vests getting cauterized yeah and no, I didn't. I guess they had ventilation, maybe COVID protocols, right? They had like right. fans, extra ventilation, or something. Was, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But no, I didn't smell it. And the other thing that people said that were was going to happen uh, was that the first time that you ejaculate, there was going to be blood in it.
0: Yeah, I heard that from a lot of people, actually. No. Not oh, no- you've done the thing since then.
1: Well, that there was a so that was just like just okay because there was a. Two- That's
0: why you seem more relaxed the last couple of <laughs> days. You, you've yeah. been insane the last couple of weeks have i well that was <laughs> We're it, just then. like like so much energy oh
1: yeah yeah you don't even know we talked oh, to my wife about, talked about my wife about that energy because yeah mm-hmm. i had to i had to not ejaculate for two weeks that's what they said wow or, or face potential co- uh, not consequences but like um mm-hmm. uh, complications basically right. to avoid complications do not ejaculate within two weeks
0: and how how many times do you normally like on a normal day
1: well, it's hard because we just had a baby, so that interrupts my whole schedule. But normally, like twice, three maybe even three times a day, if yeah. I was left to my own devices. Okay. Like if I had On the house. Own. If I had the whole house to myself, wow. I would probably go for, for the trio. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's a lot, man.
1: i I've, I've got a high drive. Apparently. I and I feel like my drive has been like kicked into even even higher drive mm-hmm. since the vasectomy. And I don't know. Like you were joking, Mel, like people, all sorts of people were joking. Oh, is it gonna they're gonna break it? Is it still gonna work? Are you yeah. gonna lose your libido? Yeah. No, it had the opposite effect. Wow. My libido has been on fire. Really? Like, yeah, for the last couple of weeks. Mm. I I'm, I'm like and my wife, the poor girl, like she's she just for two weeks, like I was nothing but a tease. Like, she couldn't get a moment alone in the house. Yeah. You know, she'd be straightening her hair with the hair straightener, and all of a sudden my hand would just pop out into the bathroom, like, honk, and squeeze her boob, you know what I mean? Like, she was not Did you safe. actually
0: say honk?
1: I, I said it in my head. I didn't say it out loud, though. Oh, my God. But, you know, her- She's such a lucky girl. Her tits weren't safe. No matter. Her ass was not safe. It was going to get spanked. It was going to get grabbed. Her tits were going to get grabbed.
0: And like, she likes this, right?
1: She was she's been getting tired of it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: Because because
1: there's no resolution because it was like this is going nowhere. Right. It was her her thought process on it.
0: Right. Uh, Fantastic. So
1: so yeah it was two Mm. weeks of torture for her and I. Right. I was sharing my torture with her. Yeah. I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't like the honk for sure. That would not. You don't like the honk. You don't don't like like when you're brushing
1: your teeth or doing your hair or whatever just to get a, a rub down.
0: A rub down is better than like a squeeze, like a honk. Like, that's different.
1: Well, sometimes it was a rub down, sometimes it okay. was a honk. I mean, when <laughs> Just she's randomly using
0: randomly squeeze, I'm not about that. When she's
1: using the hair straightener, I'll, I'll honk because <laughs> that thing can burn you. So, I don't want to get too close. Like, there's nothing worse than sneaking up with someone while they're straightening their hair and then kissing the back of their neck and then getting a straightening iron right on your forehead. Right. You know, like, that's no good. You don't want to startle them.
0: No, exactly. So, so
1: I I do the honk for those kind of situations. Keep your distance, you know, for safety reasons.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. So, it it was not just me chasing around the house, but like in my mind, Melanie, my libido was like off the charts. Like, I, I, I started having like crazy fantasies. Oh. And like, oh yeah. Like like what like stuff that I'm like, honey, we gotta try this. We gotta <laughs> do that. I'm like starting to recommend things. Oh, I'm wait. like I'm I'm browsing sex shops. I've never shopped at a sex shop in my life. Next thing you know, I got like a ninety dollar order coming to the house.
0: <laughs> Where did you order from?
1: Uh Pink Cherry. Oh Pinkcherry.ca. There you
0: go. They've sent me some stuff for free.
1: Use promo code SPICE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get yourself some free nipple clamps.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so are these fantasies and what you ordered like completely out of the ordinary for you guys?
1: Yeah, yes and no. Like, there's nothing that would be completely shocking and uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that that we haven't, there's nothing that she would. Uh, I don't know how to describe it because here's the thing: mm-hmm. she doesn't like me talking about her shit. I'm al- always happy to talk about my shit. Right? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. I'm happy to put it out there, but she doesn't want mm. the intimate, you mm. know, of of her preferences and stuff put out there in the public Understandable, domain. Understandable, yeah. So I'm trying to find a way to tiptoe around it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as it turns out, I had a chat with her. I'm like, honey, like I I am having like a sexual renaissance right now. <laughs> like, renaissance. Uh, yeah, I'm having a renaissance. <laughs> And, and 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 she's like a what? And I'm like, and you know, it's a combination of things. A, I'm 40. I just turned 40. Mm-hmm. I had a vasectomy. We had a child. You know, like there's a combination of a lot yeah. of things going on, right? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm having a renaissance, and uh, <laughs> I love
0: that you're calling it that. <laughs> a renaissance. That's the
1: only way I can describe it. Right? Is is this awakening, if you will? Okay. I've, I've had these thoughts, these fantasies. I was writing things down in those two weeks. Yeah. Like I was writing stories, like sexy stories, what? or like writing my fantasies down in like a Dude. notepad. And like, yeah, that's t- crazy. Yeah, it was, and I was telling myself that it was crazy.
0: Not crazy in a bad way. Sorry, I shouldn't use that word. It's just, like, wild, like, that you're actually even writing out stories. Well. That's a lot of change.
1: Yeah, and that's not the only change. Mm -hmm. I sent her a dick pic. Okay. For the first time.
0: For the first time ever in your relationship?
1: Ever. I sent my, it was my first dick pic, too.
0: You've never sent a dick pic?
1: Never. I Man, mean, I, said- I, f-
0: I applaud you, my friend. Really? You yeah. applaud that? Okay. Yeah, I applaud you because, I mean, unless it's a wanted or, you know, a solicited dick pic, um, most of us don't want to see it.
1: Yeah, well, neither did she.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, no. It wasn't received well. Well,
1: let's, for starters, just oh. backtrack for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you how she received it in a second. But yeah, um, yeah like, it was my first dick pic. The only thing that could be classified as a dick pic that i'd done in the past it wasn't for her it was for like girls in in the past like i would do and i think it's bullshit now looking back and i'm like fuck i should have just showed her my dick but uh you know where you you get a boner or whatever and then you do it through the pants Uh, where you've got like the bulge in the pants and you're like you're you're like pulling the the underwear down over your boner (laughs) yeah and it's like it's kind of like a tease thing but like that's a bullshit that's bullshit that's a bullshit move right yeah
0: i don't like it I don't yeah. like that move. I get some of those too and I know they're like trying to be classy about it but Yeah, be coy. Nah, yeah, yeah it's not. sorry.
1: Yeah, so not I Not for
0: me. I mean some women like that. I but I sent
1: her a full on and it was looking good too. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm not blessed. I right. mean, you know, I don't have the genes, you know. Yeah. The Irish, the Scandinavian and the Irish. It's just no good. I mean, Yeah. You might as well call me potato McSmallPenis. small penis. Uh, with my jeans, right?
0: She's sounding luckier and luckier every day. Well, no, listen,
1: she (laughs) enjoys it. Um, She's never complained about girth or size or anything of that nature. But, you know, it's just like when you get in the locker room with other dudes and it's like you start looking around and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm way outclassed.
0: Do you guys totally look around?
1: I I mean, you know, I don't stare. I'm not a Mm -hmm. cock-starer. But, like, at the same time, I know, like, listen, sometimes there's some you can't help but notice that are, like, slapping left, right, left, right. (laughs) You know, like, you can't notice it.
0: And that's the one guy who's probably walking so proud across Uh, the change room, like, because he knows. He's got Superman pose the whole time. I'm (laughs) like, how do you keep your hands on your
1: hips and just walk around like that? Do you not, can you not detach your hands from your hips? Right. Yeah. Uh, But, like, in the context of, like, remember the old kids game Battleship? We you had the different ships and the yes. thing, and there was the, the destroyer, mm-hmm. and there was the battleship, and then there was the gunship and the different things. Yeah, I was the little tiny ship. Aww, I'm the little tiny petty. ship in the in the locker room, yeah. I feel like you need a hug. No, no, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs>
0: uh, it works.
1: It's No, it doesn't work. It's been taken <laughs> care of, actually. I've had the surgery, took care of it. It doesn't work. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, so she received the dick pic. I was nervous about it because mm-hmm. I'm not as confident about my you know, right. Package. Right. And uh, I was hoping that she would be turned on by it or hoping that she would, you know, uh, say that's hot or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, it was kind of like a, I don't have time for this right now. Kind of vibe. Mm. And I know that it was at seven 30 in the morning and she was up with the baby and she while was, while we to...
0: were on the air at work, Chris and I work together.
1: Yeah. I took it before <laughs> I got to work, by the way, just for the record, I did it in my own bathroom in my house. <laughs>
0: But you sent it at work.
1: But I sent it while we were I hope here because. The boss never hears this episode. Well, no, because I, I, I wasn't sure whether it was I during should. During
0: my break. No. I swear to God, two songs were playing.
1: Went out to the car, took a dick pic. Uh, no, I I took it at home and I wasn't sure whether to send it or not. And yeah. then I, when I was at work. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just send it. Boom, and I sent it off. She was with the baby, like doing like breakfast, like feeding. She's just starting on food right now. So she's like, you know, doing the spoon and there's a mess everywhere. And you know, yeah. So all of a sudden this dick just shows up in her oh, text. God. Right? Yeah. I know, but again, I, I said this to her and I said it, I meant it. I'm here to represent it. Honey. I'm having a renaissance. That's right. I'm having I, a
0: renaissance. I now send dick pics.
1: Yeah, I do this now. Yeah. And I even thought that like, okay, so like it was a hard
0: change for her though.
1: It was, it was a lot. If it's never
0: been done before, I could see that as being alarming.
1: Well, and because I, you know, she knows I'm backed up because of the vasectomy and she knows that I'm on a, on a hiatus Mm -hmm. and, and, and she already knew that I'd been fantasizing about a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I told her about the stuff that I was fantasizing about and she was into it. Yeah. So that even spurred me more. I was like, oh, she's into it. You know, I got, I got, I'm like, I got hotter because I'm like, oh, she's into it. This could actually happen. It's not even a fantasy now. This could for real happen. Mm -hmm. And then of course I was like, okay, I'm going to, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to send her a dick pic per day until my two weeks is up, which at that point was like five or six days. So I was going to send a dick pic per day, uh, you know, up until the time that I was cleared to be active again.
0: Yeah. I would have told you not to. Um,
1: no, no, she, yeah, I, I, I did not do that. That was one and a one and only thing, <laughs> one and done.
0: She shot that shit down.
1: Yeah, she shot it down.
0: Yeah, she, and 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 again, she. And was... And I mean, you know, it, there's such thing as a too much of a good thing, right? Like, yes. too, ma- too many days in a row is too many days in a row. That's true it's too. Too much.
1: Um, but also Mel, like the side. All
0: guys can learn that. Like, if she likes yeah. it, the fr- doesn't mean it's gonna like she wants it all the time. Like, gentle. Yes. You know, here and there. Yes. Not every day.
1: Yeah, I'm learning these things the mm-hmm. hard way, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the bigger problem is that um, she, I think, for a minute there, thought that there was something going on on the side. She thought oh. I was cheating, maybe. No. Yeah, it and that, was, that, that to me was soul-crushing because oh. everyone knows, the first thing they'll say about me is that he fucking loves his wife. Right. And I do. And I wouldn't do that, Um, but it was crushing to me to think that I'm feeling hot for her, hotter than I, you know, hotter than ever, Mm -hmm, red hot. mm -hmm. And I'm coming up with these crazy ideas. And let's, honey, join me on this renaissance. Come with me. Take my hand. Uh, And and uh, and to think that she interpreted it completely different. That he's hot. He's grabbing me all the time. He's hot for me. He's he wants to do things that we haven't done before. Now he's sending me a dick pic. He's never sent me a dick pic before. Like. She even thought that I accidentally sent it to her and I meant oh, to send it no. to someone else. That's what she said, that I she thought that maybe I was trying to send it to someone oh, else.
0: Oh, I can... Wow. Yeah. Ouch, that hurts. I can see that, though. I think any sudden change, uh, we do, like, you know, it's a bit comes to you as a red flag sometimes, especially yeah. if you've been, you know... um, cheated on in the past or you know you have a little bit of baggage there not that she doesn't trust you because i know she trusts you sure but um i can see that becoming a bit of a like whoa what's going on yeah like a sudden change in someone i think yeah Yeah. after you've been together for some time
1: well within two weeks all of a sudden i'm writing erotica of fantasies that that i want to do and i'm sending (laughs) dick pics and i'm ordering stuff from pinkcherry.ca right uh yeah
0: yeah I can there
1: was
0: I can see that
1: yeah I can I can definitely and see if the it. roles
0: were reversed you'd probably be questioning it too like what's going on no
1: I'm a fucking horn dog just like any other guy Mel if if my wife or my girlfriend or whoever care. my partner is like hey honey I want to do this and this and this and this I'm like fucking right let's <laughs> okay. do it hey-oh. like you know like you know guys we're just fucking dogs you know we would I, I'd probably think about it after the fact
0: right I was just gonna say but
1: I I jump right in for sure right okay. Uh, so that was a bit of a problem, um, but we've smoothed things out. Okay, and, uh, and
0: and you've settled down a little bit. I feel like your energy's changed a bit.
1: Well, yeah, because the I'm less backed up, right. for Starters, yes. like we we, you know, and and not only that, I returned to ejaculation uh, with some of the fantasies that I'd come up with.
0: Oh, she, good. She jumped in,
1: yeah. We made it all happen. So,
0: oh, I'm happy to hear that. That
1: was great. Yeah, and everybody awesome. and everybody had a good time.
0: So no weirdness. I always worry about I say no weirdness because I always worry about acting out on fantasies, depending on what they are, of course, um, how extreme they are. I always worry about after the climax feeling weird about it, because even if yeah. I watch porn and I watch like a specific porn that day, I don't know, whatever grabs me um, I sometimes go, oh, like afterwards, like I feel this little weird guilt. Feeling really? A, a little bit. Like yeah. a niche
1: porn or something like that. That's yeah, it's just like
0: something a little more slightly
1: on the fringe of yeah, your normal. wild
0: than I would normally. And and I have friends, too, that have been to sex parties and, you know, stuff like that. And, and they're like, yeah, it's all hot when you go in. But when you leave, you feel like, ah, shit, I did that. Yeah. Because it's right. always, you know, your body relaxes after the climax. You're not in the fantasy thought anymore. Yep. And then you hit, like reality hits and it's like, ugh. it's I, I, I mean, I've talked to sex therapists about this. Like we've had them on the podcast who have said, no, it's you shouldn't feel guilty. But sometimes you do like it's not yeah. because it's bad what you did. It's just I think normal after the climax to kind of feel a little weirded out by what you just were into.
1: Yeah and thankfully there was none of that. Oh that's good. Yeah. And and
0: again like I didn't I didn't Okay fuck maybe it's just me then. <laughs> no 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 Mel.
1: No, I think that's super normal. <laughs> I think that the the thing was is that I wasn't proposing anything that was completely out to lunch. Right. It was kind of just like like again like I don't want to get into too many details but mm-hmm. like you know like like games Like nothing, nothing new, but just Mm. like, let's, let's take what we do already and create like a game Mm -hmm. around it Mm -hmm. or, you know, like, you know, like rules and, you know, just things like that. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I can't go into too many details. You get get what I mean though. Like, you know, there's nothing, it's not like I was like, honey, I want to pee on you. You know, right. I didn't I didn't I didn't say that it wasn't that you know? far. Yeah. And I never understood how, like, if you're in a relationship for a long time, like seven, eight years, like we are like an established couple mm-hmm. where where all of a sudden it's like, yo, I if I really wanted to pee on her, I should have told her that before I asked her to marry me before mm-hmm. we got married. I should have said, by the way, I got this crazy thing that I have been hiding from you. You got to get that out of the way early.
0: Yeah, you should. It's not right out the gate conversation it's not first date material you know but it should be in the first little while for but sure but i do also understand some fantasies unfortunately people feel a little shamed in their fantasies yeah so it might take years before they're able to admit it yeah and say look like this is burning me inside like i want to try this yeah uh and you know you can only hope that your partner goes fuck me too yeah this whole time
1: Honey, Boo Bear, yeah, Schnookums, yeah. Can I pee on you? Yeah. eh.
0: I mean, that's a big one, but you know what I mean. I mean, you can only hope because you know, otherwise, then you for sure got to get into therapy and go over that whole thing.
1: Well, yeah, that's why. Again, like I knew that the things that I sort of cooked up in my mind weren't Mm going to be too out there for her, thankfully, and thankfully they weren't.
0: Can I mention one thing that you bought that I never heard about? Yeah, what's that? Am I allowed to mention the thing you told me about earlier? Today?
1: The sex pillow.
0: Okay, yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so the sex. What wedge. What
0: the hell is a sex pillow? What a, am I missing out on?
1: It's a wedge. It's a wedge. It's uh. What
0: do you do with it, a wedge.
1: Well, it's it's like a. Man, I
0: feel so dumb. I'm like, what are you doing? No, with it's that? a
1: it's a memory foam pillow, uh-huh. and and it's kind of like a it's like a ramp. Okay. And then it comes up and it stops, and uh-huh. it's like you know for uh, and again, it's I'm I'm a is tall like... I'm a tall fellow. Okay. And it's to elevate, so. You know what I mean? Like it's to elevate. So if she's on the the wedge on her back, for example, mm-hmm. that means her she's in the air. In the, she's seven inches off the off the bed, right? Oh. so she's so so. You know, it lines things up better. Is what I'm saying.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's not really. Any, <laughs> yeah, it's not I'm really like, anything kinky. I
0: visualize it. I'm like. All right. It's more
1: so for practicality. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and have
0: you tried it? Does it
1: work? Is it good? It, it, it's in the mail. Hasn't oh, come. That the one mail. hasn't okay. come yet. I just ordered that today, oh. by the way. That's not that's not shit. something I ordered a couple of weeks back. That's I'm still ordering <laughs> shit. That's. The-
0: <laughs> you need that sponsorship for your podcast. Yeah. Pink, pink, pink Cherry. cherry call pink pink Cherry.
1: <laughs> PinkCherry.ca. Give me a call, by the way. Big Chris live.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Well, I'm glad that all worked out, and the vasectomy yes. wasn't as bad.
1: Yes, you know? it was. It's all good. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. wearing sweatpants for maybe three or four days longer mm-hmm. than I had to. I was using the vasectomy as an excuse to yeah. wear sweatpants for a week solid. Eh, dude, everybody
0: uh, is right now. It's fine. Yeah, it's
1: COVID um, yeah. pandemic. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it was great to. Uh, it was great to have the the release after two weeks. Let me tell you.
0: Oh, I can't imagine.
1: The, I mean. I felt like, again, this might be, again, too much information about yeah, what goes unfiltered. on in my bedroom. Yeah, it's Melanie unfucking filtered Why don't I just <laughs> t- take the filter off? Why don't I? My, when I fucking came after that two weeks uh-huh. after the vasectomy... It was the biggest, most hardest, most intense orgasm of my life. Really? Yeah. Do you think
0: that's the buildup or something to do with the vasectomy?
1: It was all of it. I think it was the vasectomy. I I don't think it was the vasectomy. I think it was the buildup of waiting two weeks. Right. And being hot and being like all those fantasies and everything like Mm -hmm. built up to it. And then all of a sudden the fantasies that I had came true. Mm -hmm. It was like a bomb went off. (laughs) It was like... My ears were ringing.
0: Oh my god! And my head
1: was dizzy, and I was seeing stars, and I couldn't move. And I, like I could laugh. Yeah. I just laughed. Wow. I like chuckled to myself. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wasn't even close to my O face, but anyways, wow. yeah, it was. It was intense, man. And um, I, I think my wife felt satisfied. I felt Good. like that she, you know, I felt like that she was like, okay. yeah that was fun and you know we could do this again so i'm
0: glad it all came around because i was a little worried there for a minute honestly came around no pun intended i did like behind the scenes you know chris and i like i said worked together and the energy that you had was it's it wasn't like i could see it was like almost like manic in the sense that i need this to happen now
1: oh yeah i felt you
0: suffering is what i felt
1: well like i and and, again, unfiltered, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in those two weeks, mm-hmm. I was just waking up with, like, the hardest of hearts. <laughs> like, and that's also why I took a picture of it that <laughs> day. You,
0: you couldn't believe it?
1: Well, I was like, man, this Damn. is impressively <laughs> veiny today. You know. <laughs>
0: Uh, a, lot a lot of blood flow. A
1: lot of blood flow. I'm happy there. for you. Thank guys. you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I
0: uh, I haven't been going through. Guys, if a- you in,
1: if you in uh, Ottawa want to borrow my uh, sex pillow, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I I refrain from borrowing sex toys. That's, That's not good. my jam. It's not, no. I know. <laughs> I don't think it's something that you should lend out. But I know
1: I had yeah. anal beads in me one time a long oh, time true. ago. <laughs> And I found out after the fact that they weren't brand new. You just I said that like,
0: so casually. So I had anal beads in me one time.
1: Well, it's, it's
0: unfiltered, bitches. Wow. Uh, but
1: no, but, but I found out after. This is not my wife. This is like years and years yeah. ago. This is like a decade and 15 years ago. Uh, and I found out after the fact that they weren't that they were new. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? How Where did you else? wash them? Like, did you wash them? And they were like, yeah. I, and I was like, with what? Oh. Mm-hmm. And they, they, you know, like pure or, um, not pure L. Uh, yeah, they, it's okay. I rubbed them down a pure L. It's fine. Uh, no, they like uh the the wipes, you know, the um yeah uh Clorox wipes or whatever oh like my that. God. But like I was like shit. Yeah,
0: that would really bother me. First of all, yeah, good for you for trying. That I never
1: out. saw that person again. Yeah, but I'm always open. That's the other thing too. That's the other thing that shocked my wife is that like mm. she was like, you know, like we have always been both of us like the you know I'm open to anything. I don't really have any preferences, yeah. but I'm open to whatever. But she's the same type of person. So we've just both been, for the last seven years, been like, yeah, do you want to do anything? No, no, I, I like what we're doing. Okay, me too. And and that, that's been it. Mm-hmm. So it's also like, it's been fun to like advance things. Spice in, it up. And yeah, spice it up in that regard too.
0: Someone once said to me, I remember, um, it was a guy actually, and I'm pretty adventurous in bed. Mm. And he said to me,
1: Hang on, you're adventurous and you don't know what a fucking sex wedge is, a pillow? No, I've never
0: heard of that before. Honestly, no. Um, okay. But I'm, I am fancy myself adventurous. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's way more adventure uh, to be had.
1: Pinkcherry.ca? Yeah. Adventure awaits.
0: But someone once said to me, we're pushing it a little bit and, you know, going more. And it's always me, you know, sort of driving like, it. Driving it, yeah. And we talked about it afterwards and he said, I worry that if we go too far, there will be nowhere else to go. And at that time, it felt like we were going to be together forever, you know, that whole thing. Right. And he was like, what are we going to do when we're in our late 40s or 50s or whatever? And I'm like, I guess. So Would he ramp up real friggin' slow over the years? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Because if you you're sort of leading up to those fantasies. Yeah. At what point do you go, okay, we've gotten to the maximum we're willing to do. Then does it become boredom for the rest of your life with that person? Sorry. I don't mean, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know about that. Mel, all I can tell you is that like, we have a ceiling that I think we can go even further, but yeah, eventually you're going to hit a ceiling. Yeah. You know, and then what you just, well, and then, and then I think you just perfect things. No, then you perfect it. Right. I think that the, you can spend a lot of years polishing fantasies mm-hmm. into and then they, they take on a life of their own, like a recipe, you know, like, oh, you know, I've got a recipe. That it's it's called the, the red pepper g- goulet or whatever, you know. Right. And it's like, but over the years. Um, you know, I've added different things into it and it, it has a slightly different but taste. But it's
0: still the red pepper goulash. But it's
1: still the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. Y- I get that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can always still add little things here and there and mm-hmm. then, and or take little things away or, you know, withhold or okay. tease, you know, there's lots of different things you can
0: do. <laughs> Don't say too much more. She's right. not
1: going to like it. No, I know. <laughs>
0: Mm. Uh, Well, I haven't had anything like that going on in my life. Um, I am satisfied, but only on the weekends because that's when I see Ottawa. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we're still in the beginning, so it's all kind of like everything. All of it's good and fresh and awesome as always. That is good. But I got a little guy. I got another little guy.
1: Speaking of mixing it up, you guys have brought a third into your relationship. We (laughs) have.
0: We have. And he's a bit of a cock block. He really is because I'm falling in love with him. And uh, he actually kind of got in the way of the sex this weekend with Ottawa. Uh, I got a little puppy. He's not a puppy. He's five years old. Yeah. He's a five-year-old chihuahua. With a
1: big set of balls.
0: Yeah. He's got big dick energy because he hasn't had his balls chopped. So those are coming off. Um, You mean that dog is more of a male than I am? He's totally intact. (sighs) Yeah. Sorry, man. Uh, He's intact, but that's going to change. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's been this process. Like I've been fostering him for a while and I haven't been sure because I mean owning a dog, it's a big responsibility. I've been on my own for a long time, like enjoying absolute freedom. And, but in that there, there's like really lonely moments where you're like, man, like I like being able to do whatever I want, but I also want something living with me. Like I miss having a little partner. In, a, in an animal. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it's been, I don't know, like what, three three weeks? Uh, maybe a little bit more. And I finally decided that I'm going to keep him. She's keeping him. I'm keeping him. He's, wor- he's squirmed his way into my heart. He grew on me. He's got. He's just the best dog ever. But when
1: I, when I say that you've brought a third into the relationship, I'm only half kidding because he humped Ottawa's head the other day.
0: Yeah, he totally did. And that was one of the big things for me was. Did he finish? No. Okay. <sighs> I would die. I would die. <laughs> I would die if I ever saw that. No, I like... Ottawa is not a huge fan of having dogs in the bed. And, like, he's like a little tiny chihuahua. I so, understand So, I mean, it's that. no big deal. Um, and we talked about getting a dog before. We haven't lived together yet. We haven't had any of that stuff. But I said, you know, in my world, dogs sleep on the bed. That's the jam. That's like, look, I mean, there's no point in having a dog otherwise, I think. But... I'm being all mature and shit. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, or it must be like real love, because I'm like, must oh, be. I got to really consider Ottawa's feelings. <laughs> <sighs> wow, I know you're like-
1: considering other people's feelings, Melanie. <laughs> You've grown. You've grown.
0: <laughs> I've always considered other people's feelings, but not boyfriends. I haven't been great. At- I haven't <laughs> been great at that whole thing, uh, and I haven't been great at the compromise. Yes. So I was really concerned about bringing the dog in and thinking like, oh, my God, I don't want the dog to sleep like beside the bed. I want him in the bed. So I brought him to Ottawa and uh, we were in his bed and Ottawa laid his head down on the pillow and uh, the dog started humping his head. And I was like, dude, this is not going to help your cause. Yeah. (laughs) You can't be humping his head. Yeah. But he's just got that big dick energy right now, right? Like that's going to go away.
1: Well, that was me for the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, totally. He was reminded me of you. Yeah, the same kind of energy. Um, But that'll be done. And um, yeah, I'm happy. He brings a lot of joy into my life. Um, Haven't laughed or smiled as much as I have with him. Like Uh, that whole responsibility of having a dog thing and like having to go for a walk and all that, that Mm -hmm. stuff sucks sometimes. Like you really got to think do you want to go out in the snow? Do you want to go out in the sleet in the rain? You know, no matter what, that's a huge responsibility if you're going to do it right. Can you afford the vet bills? You know, all of that stuff I had to think about. Um, the timing felt off, but oh man, I fell in love with him and now I'm just like, I can't let him go. So yeah, his name is Radio.
1: You name the dog Radio? I name
0: the dog Radio. You named the
1: job after your profession, or the dog after your profession? <laughs>
0: Yeah, not really. After that, I just always thought that radio would be cute for a dog. Like, yes, when I started in radio, but it like it's something that kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, radio would be really cute for a dog. And so I've kept it sort of as an aside. It's like,
1: it's like a construction worker naming their dog Backhoe, <laughs> or a mechanic naming their dog <laughs> Oil Change. Like what?
0: Or tool belt. Yeah, tool belt. Tool. Hey, Toolie. Uh, I like Over radio. I think it's so cute. And he's got these like antenna-sized ears, so it all kind of makes sense. And um, yeah. but he, but he is a, the thing is, when I'm falling in love with him, I'm like, we're in the bed, and Ottawa comes to visit, and I'm like, oh, I'm giving him all snuggles and love, and like, there's Ottawa going, hello, yeah, what about me? Yeah, <laughs> like, what Z-? about
1: my fantasies? Yeah,
0: he's a bit of a cock block that way, but I'm That's sure terrible. that'll settle down once my, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. This, listen, there's nothing like a good little break. To build up anticipation,
0: right? That's let true. Tell you, that's true.
1: Let me tell you that it's actually good for you.
0: <laughs> Although you made it sound like torture before,
1: it was. It was, but in a way, it it. Listen, I can't argue with the results. You know what I'm saying? Can't <laughs> yeah. argue with that bomb going off. That's right. Like that's right. I was shell shocked, man. I tell you, the ears were ringing and everything. It was oh, wild. That's fantastic. It was wild. I'd that's recommend fantastic. it to you.
0: Okay, so uh, before we go. Just quickly, I'm, I always ask people uh, for a recommend. You got one, Chris?
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh-oh. Bellessa.co. It's a website.
0: Bellessa.co. Bellessa.co.
1: B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O.
0: Okay. Bellessa.co. Porn for women. Oh.
1: <laughs> the best free female-friendly HD porn videos and erotic stories. Really? Hot guys, storylines, natural bodies.
0: And it's all free? Yep. Okay. It's
1: basically the porn hub, but it's with a hard female slant, slant. on it. Slant. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, listen, I mean, uh, women generally like story more. So if there's more story, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. Generally. There's stories, but uh, even uh, I viewed some of the uh, videos on there. Yeah. And, uh, and... They're hot for me too. It's not just for women. I walk. I look at it. And I'm like, hot's hot. Sometimes, yeah. you know, hot's yep. hot. I don't care who's, you know, who it who it's catered towards. Hot's yeah. hot. Um, no, and
0: if it's something a little different, um, I heard Joe Rogan say this the other day, and it's so accurate because, um, I've used RedTube, um, from time to time. That's
1: your site. I
0: have, but it's like. Totally all stepmom and stepsister shit right yeah, now. Yeah, I know.
1: I can't fucking stand that. It, like,
0: it's all over the place. And yeah. I'm like, holy, like, it's a lot of that. And it's like, ah, eh, that story's getting old. Um, yeah,
1: come up with it's like <laughs> remember in the eighties and the nineties it was the pizza delivery guy? Yes Ding dong pizza's here like and then, then, the, then the and then the porn music started yeah. bow, 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 and, Oh I can't pay for my pizza. But like yeah, now they've somehow it's gone from the pizza guy uh, comes and you don't have money to pay for the pizza and now it's stepmom, stepsister, yeah, daddy daughter shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh,
0: daddy daughter Well, you just took that to a different Well, I'm just point. saying it's all
1: <laughs> fucked. It's it's all fucking twisted, man. Yeah, like I've when seen I'm saying I got that. fantasies, it ain't nothing nothing like that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. the reason, uh, obviously, it's, it's just been part of some of my games and stuff. Uh, yeah, I found a nice site that's uh, female-friendly that, yeah. uh, you know, that, that uh, the missus may may want to watch.
0: Awesome. Together, <laughs> maybe. <that>? Okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: I haven't pitched it to her yet, but we'll see.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> my recommend for the week is, is not that. Um, I have been watching Succession. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude. I only got on that on it because the hype train for season three came out and it was like, oh, I hadn't even heard of succession. Mm -hmm. Everyone was talking about it on socials like, oh, my God, season three is here. So I went back, started it and I'm now on season two and I love it. The only thing is right now I'm getting a little bit of the FOMO uh, Mm. because it's, you know, they're just so rich. They're so rich.
1: Yeah, watching these, even though they're fictional, they're so rich.
0: But I'm finding it just, oh, my God, I want to travel by helicopter everywhere. You know, I'm getting all this, like, frustration that there's so much money that I don't have. Uh, So that's a little bit. And the story is obviously uh, repetitive. You know, it's about who's going to be the successor to this business and get the money. And, um, you know, there's kids involved and they're all sort of fighting for it. But it's getting to be a little monotonous for me. Right. Uh, Maybe it'll pick up again in season three. Who knows? But it's worth watching, I think. Yeah, pretty good show.
1: Okay, Succession. It's on Crave. I've been, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I watched, I like the first five minutes. I didn't, you know, the baby starts crying and you're like, oh shit, and then yeah. the rest of the night's fucked. Um, but I had, I, I've got to p- continue watching. It's up there for me, so I've been trying to check it out myself. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know you were looking for TV show recommends. I went to porn <laughs> site recommends. Uh, of
0: course you did. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I'm in a renaissance, Melanie. It's a renaissance. Uh, but no, uh, this Sunday is uh, the return of the Curse of Oak Island. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God, the world The world's <laughs> longest treasure hunt. The world's lo- largest the treasure hunt.
0: The treasure hunt that never ends. Chris is such a huge <laughs> fan. You haven't even done like episodes Of your podcast just about Oak Island? Yeah, actually,
1: we did. Yeah, we had a whole roundtable on enthusiasts and fans of Oak Island pitching Uh, theories about where the treasure is and so on and so forth. But yeah, that's that's out there for those nerds who like treasure hunts.
0: All right, Chris, thank you very much for joining Unfiltered. I appreciate it. As always, we'll continue. Um, The episodes won't be consistently uh, released every week right now. Uh, We're going to be adding some new information on our Patreon page. If you want to head over to that and continue to support us, for those of you, I say us. It's just me right now. Um, Rotating guests will, you know, will be the us. (laughs) Um, But I really appreciate those who are still in my Patreon. Like, you know, keep it up. I, I I just, I can't even express my gratitude for that enough. I.
1: That's that's sometimes that's all you got is your fans.
0: Yeah. Well. Man, you guys—they have been fantastic. It did like it's like I said. I mean, it's uh, surprising all the time, but I appreciate you. And uh, of course, we're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, unfiltered with Melanie. Uh, and once again, Chris, uh, where can people hear your podcast?
1: Yeah, it's on the Dean Blundell Network as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeanBlundell.com, but it's everywhere: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the live- and You have
0: like a lot of guests on your podcast, like. Uh, like
1: uh, bands and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like like '90s Canadian bands, That's like cool. the guys from the Tragically Hip, and I know like, awesome. know each other quite well. They've yeah. been on, they've guested. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, had John Harvey, the lead singer from Monster Truck band out of Hamilton, who was with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just sort of go through the uh, the Canadian rock and roll rolodex of, awesome. of people who I know. The Trues, of course, I know them very well. Mm-hmm. Been on one of their songs playing bagpipes. That's a story for another time. But yep. yeah, they they've all guested and and are reoccurring guests uh, on occasion. Plus. Uh, B class comedians who you've never heard of, who are friends of mine, who <laughs> I smoke weed with, uh, they often come on the podcast yeah. as well. Sometimes you never know what you're going to get, but uh,
0: I show dick pics on your podcast, and then we get you get banned that was, on Facebook. That
1: happened too. That was dramatic. Yeah, yeah, so you
0: can find all that there. It's pretty fun. Yep.
1: I <laughs> Appreciate. Uh, yeah. Appreciate the plugs, Mel, and uh, and yeah. Thanks. For, come find me, Big Chris, live.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody.